Hey, this is the original Gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rant Podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Rant Podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn. Yes, indeed. Back again. Happy Thursday. Your boy was you, Bernie. I wanted to get this out early as possible. Last couple days, I ain't been myself. I've been posting late. Tuesday was just horrible. And then, um, Wednesday, well, if you consider last night, I didn't, you know, go all out as I felt like I was able to. This time, I'm just gonna let it all out right now. And we're gonna start with the main topic right now that football starts today, pretty much. What better way to start the season off with getting some contract signing? Ezekiel Elliott has finally been locked in for a six year deal worth 90 million dollars which means um i have to look at the number again but he's getting some boku money i don't know how much money guaranteed but i think it's in the range of maybe 60 million dollars guaranteed that he's gonna be getting and the sale tax so and even with the sale tax right now he could probably get 70. this is a big contract maybe one of the biggest contracts by a running back in nfl history if not the biggest especially when it comes to guaranteed money He's he's definitely deserving of it, especially like I said, two to three years he led the league in rushing. He's he's not entering his fourth year in the NFL. His team's been to the playoffs twice, but won a division two out of the three years. Both ended up short in the divisional round. He's the key to that team. If he goes off, they all go off. So with that being said, you will hope that once this is locked in he'll be ready it's not like he had the wear and tear of doing a practice in the preseason so therefore you know he might be a little rusty but i think after that all system go and he's a running back you tell all you gotta do is tell him to run make and make cuts that's pretty much all they're doing at this point running and making cuts they can do that there's no telling what he's he's able to do he's he's he's, he's not even he might be a little rusty but if he's going on a high speed level right now the Cowboys are going to be all right. I expect them to beat the Giants in the first game of the season. Um, yeah, I think if I think I made the pick of them winning the division over my Eagles team. And the reason why I only said that because just the concern of Carson Wentz. He's been hurt the last two years going down to the end of the season. Um, there's no Nick Foles, so that's why I gave my Eagles this in second place. I feel like the Cowboys, they got the offensive line right now that they need for Ezekiel Elliott to just go off on everybody. So, with that being said, uh, who knows the capability that this team can possess, but knowing knowing, knowing that he's a a fantastic running back. He's He's got about, what, almost... He's, he's ran for over 3,000 yards already in three years. Yeah, this guy's an amazing running back. He keeps he if he, he if he stays healthy for the next 10 years at least, still with the Cowboys with his offensive line, we could be looking at one of the greatest running backs in NFL history, period. And he could also catch the football also. It's not like he's one of these running backs that just goes down the field on attack. No, he can catch the ball also. He's not. He, we don't look at him as a complete back because you look at Christian McCaffrey, Zaycon Barkley, as those type of guys, Calvin Kamara. But he can also do it too. 
any oh yeah, and Todd Gurley also. But Zeke Elliott is, is he's a top five running back, if not the best running back in football. At any given Sunday, he could be the best, if not top five. The other four I also mentioned is also in that category. So they got it done. Jerry Jones ain't got to you know, be stressing anymore. You can now put the focus on um, Dak Prescott. If maybe next season at this point right now, Dak Prescott's still got a rookie contract. I believe he's in his, I think he's got a contract for what, four years at least? It was a rookie contract for him, especially he was a third round pick. So he wasn't getting much as a rookie. He's still not getting much and he's, he's accomplished a lot right now. But we'll see how this all works out. I expect them to beat the Giants in the first game of the season because I don't know what the hell the Giants are going to do. And I don't trust Eli Manning one goddamn bit. I trust Dak Prescott enough to do something. He's got a running back that's able to do something. So we're going to see what happens. The offensive line for that Cowboys, I never had an issue with that offensive line. They're going to get the job done. They're going to protect the QB. They got good, solid wide receivers that are going to do something. It's only a matter of time for Zeke right now. If Zeke can go off for over 100 yards and make sure that Dak Prescott don't throw the ball over 30 times, then this team is going to definitely win. How? By how much? I don't know. But I picked the Cowboys to win this game. So, but that's, you know, I'll do my picks in this attire later on. Also, while I'm on that note, check out Let Burrant Sports. It's gonna be it's gonna be pretty much stationed on Podbean. Podbean is also another podcast that I'm also working with. And you know, if you hear this on Podbean, then it, it made it. So you can check that out also. Um, Podbean is pretty much me just talking sports in the satiety there. So that's where that's that'll be this that'll be this like sister or brother station or whatever you want to call it. I'm just talking sports and nothing but sports on that pod bean. Breaking down what they got to do. Breaking down who's going to get hurt, who's not getting hurt. It's just sports in general of the topics that comes out of my head. Not just for football, but, you know, I got some I got some stuff for basketball. A little bit of baseball. I got I got to do, I can do a little bit of hockey, you know, tennis. I started watching it a little bit more. Um, a little bit of everything into the sports news. Sports news for a hood dude. That's it. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Can I just say this without anybody feeling like I'm dick riding or switching sides on the artists and everything like that? I don't like Nicki Minaj, honestly. I think Nicki Minaj comes to question when it comes to ghostwriting the same way Drake has been questioned for ghostwriting. It's not that I have an issue with Nicki as an artist, but... Anytime you don't write your own shit, it comes into question. And, you know, critics like myself that talks about artists and everything else like that are always just going to speak how they feel. And, but without, without, but without, nonetheless, there's no, you cannot deny the talent that Nikki has done in the, what, 10 years? She started in 2009. If you're not including the mixtape scene, That'll be like 2003 at least. Nicki Minaj has had a successful 14 year, 14 to 16 year career. Um, she announced her retirement. She's retiring from music altogether to start a family. Now, I think it's premature to even make you know claims of retirement only because 
there's no i never heard of artists really retiring just going away they take some time off they you know set out to do other ventures like shit even mason one time as famous as he was he called he left as you know as he left jay-z did it also for about a couple years before he decided to come back i mean you know it's not it's not you know it's kind of hard for people to make that claim j cole even at one point was contemplating retirement and you see where j cole is at right now i don't believe Nikki's really honest with herself when it comes to her retiring. Now, I do believe that she wants to start a family, and rightfully so. She's like, what, 36, 37 right now? She's done everything that a female rapper has. I was just say this the doors that was opened by so many different artists, Nicki Minaj has broken, the, the, broken that door to a point where now other new artists can go step in the path. She made her own lane and like I said, you just gotta salute to her. Um, do I feel like this is gonna be the end of Nikki? She's got a she's got a short right. She's got a song with Meg The Stallion right now. That hot girl summer track with um, Travis Scott, I believe. That's that's peaking right now. It's about to hit the top. That's going probably hit the top ten by next week, if not top five. So that song that song is going. That song is hitting doing numbers. Maybe if this is Nikki's last. If this is Nicki's last ever song out there, this song could probably hit number one. It'll be a good way for her to, you know, send her off to the sunset. Especially, she's never had a number one single or been a part of a number one record in the in the country or in the top 100. So, you know, hopefully, with the news of this happening, maybe this will propel. Nikki fans as we start listening to the music and with that song out there right now, Hot Girl Summer, I'm pretty sure before the summer's up, that'll probably it'll hit no it'll hit them when it'll hit the top one hundred. Flat out. So many artists has came before her that can make the claims of being the best ever. But Nikki's by far she's already got over over two hundred entries in the top one hundred. I don't, I don't see any other artists even doing what she's did, especially the hit singles that she's been a part of, or she's rocked. She's rocked four amazing albums, for better or worse, you can debate it all you want. She's rocked four dope albums. Now, I'm not, I don't care for all that pop shit, but when she can go off and rap the way she's rapping like she was in Queens, nobody, nobody's really touching her. And that's, that's crazy when I look at Nicki Minaj. As I always said before, Give Nikki a beat to go off on. She could wrap her ass off in circles on any, almost any other artist, men or female, any other artist. Overall, she realized that this is her time to go. You know, I feel like it's probably too early in this in this case, but I I I, I wish her the best. Like I said, she's had a stellar career. No, no, I don't feel like any other female artist would touch the numbers that Nicki has ever touched. Not even Cardi. So, with that being said, um, good luck on your marriage, Miss Onika Petty, having the kids and living life. She still got Queen Radio. I mean, Queen's Queen Radio. So it's not like she's not gonna be busy. She's just right now taking, I guess, a permanent vacation. Do I think she would come back? Yeah, I don't know. You know, all rappers come back eventually. It's for the love of it. But um, she's had a great career, so salute to you.
from one retirement to another retirement. Lloyd Banks most notably known for the for G Unit pretty much. And not even not even after G Unit, even after G Unit, I'm sorry. He was still dropping dope contents and dropping fireballs. He haven't really done any music this whole year started. Entirely. I haven't heard him say anything when it came to music this year. There was um reports talking about he might be dropping another project, but he he got he 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 slammed them doors shut for good, making it known that nobody's checking for his music no more. And and, and sadly, when a new generation right now, nobody's trying to hit him no bars for like five minutes these days. Unless you're doing like a funk flex freestyle, maybe, or maybe you're dissing somebody. Nobody's nobody's checking to no type of lyrical content. Unless you're really like out there, out there and just doing your thing and making the right moves. Like a sense of Jonah Lucas or Kendrick or Cole or even um, Logic. So when you, when you, you know, they're, they're, they're still doing it right now because they know time has changed. The coach has changed. You, gotta, you have to address everything accordingly just to stay ahead of everything. Lloyd Banks, however, on the other hand, wasn't really that, that lucky. And it's sad because he was by far the most lyrical, he was by far the most lyrical rapper in that whole unit squad. Like everybody know 50. 50 was the moneymaker. Young Buck, he you know, Young Buck tells you he tells you that gritty shit from down south. The game for that short period of time was telling you the struggles of LA. Um, once Yayo got out, Yayo was telling about his conviction and almost in a sense of what Meek Mill has been able to progress in ever since. And Lloyd Banks was just that, he was that rapper that can rap his ass off a lot more than anybody else in that squad. It's unfortunate that now he had a, he's, he's faced with reality that, yo, my music is not gonna last a test of time out here. Why I do something, especially if it's not gonna, it's not gonna help me. Well, maybe Banks might be wrong on this. I think, like I said, there's still core Lloyd Banks fans that will still bump his music. You know, it, he'll still can generate some money like I have provided for his family. You don't gotta just entirely just stop doing music or drop an album or mixtape or however you wanna do it. It's just sad that, you know, it's, it's come to a point in Lloyd Banks' career where this is not help. It's not, he's, it's not, he's either not happy with this or he's not happy with the moves that he made or the lack of moves that he made. 50 was forever making moves because he knew 50 knew that his music was not going to last long especially especially at the rate that he was going this and so many rappers 50 knew that you had to be an entrepreneur you had to do something outside of music just to further your way to the top now he's strolling people he's on power he, and comedy essential he's making business moves when it comes to the stake of Lloyd Banks Lloyd Banks is not that much he's not successful as 50 it sucks it sucks but hopefully we can hear more music from him soon I hope so. Last and, uh, you know, last and foremost is the AFC and NFC West. Now, I've seen the reviews, I've seen everything that circles this. But now I'm going to tell you my picks. I'm going to tell you in its entirety who I feel like is going to win the division. And remember, it's just me picking my divisional winners. Now, anything to do with people going to the Super Bowl playoffs, I'm just telling you how I feel. 
and where does it all go to? So we go look at the AFC West. We saw last year Patrick Mahomes breaking all type of records. Oh, Chiefs the best team in football, and they came up short against the Patriots in overtime. And I'm here to tell you right now, we start from the West side, and the last place team in that West it will be none other than sorry, Denver Broncos. I know, I know. Yeah, shocked. The system is all shocked down. But I say the Denver Broncos because for the simple reason. They're not going to be last place. In fact, I got the Broncos higher than what I thought I would have them. In all actuality, up until a couple hours ago, one individual decided he wanted to be a jerk off to his team and put himself in a situation where he can't get himself out of. And I'll talk about that in my last topic. But the Oakland Raiders will be the last place team. One year before they go to Las Vegas, this will be their last year in Oakland. And they'll be in last place. Um, Derek Carr, no knock on this young guy, but I think this this the Ryan's on the wall for Derek Carr. And honestly, after what happened today, he's I I don't I'm I, just, I feel I'm gonna feel for him because he's not gonna be he's, he's not doing he's not doing too good at all. I think offensively, they don't got no they got no offensive weapons. They're gonna struggle on offense. Their defense is gonna be attacked and attacked. If it's all, if I have to if I have to make if I have to make the call right now, they'll be three and thirteen. This team is gonna struggle throughout this whole year, and I guess you know, young group might not be in the hot seat yet until he gets to Las Vegas. But Derek Carr might be up, gone, so let's go. They go three and thirteen. Uh, Broncos now is going next, and Broncos question mark could be Joe Flacco. I don't know if Joe Flacco is got the arm that he used to have in Baltimore to carry this team. But if he do, if they stay healthy, I think the highest they can go is at least 9-7. Honestly, their defense is still good. Offensive weapons, not so much. But 9-7 on a good season. But they're not, this is not going to be a good season for them, so I'm going to pick at 7-9. and nine. I think the offense is going to struggle. The defense will have to do most of the work just to keep this team alive. And the top two. The... Um, Number two would be the, the I think honestly let's just let's I'll keep it real right now. Quote me later when the season is over, but after 17 weeks, these two will definitely be in the playoffs. That's for a fact. Chargers definitely in the playoffs. I think the Chargers will go to 10 and 6. Phillip Rivers still playing at all star level. He can still throw the ball deep. Even at 36, 37, he can still throw the ball with accuracy. He's not somebody that missed a lot of games anyway. He can he can throw it up there. It's all about the plays. You got. You got. You got. He got to make the plays when it counts, and you cannot face the Patriots. He's not been able to beat Tom Brady, and he most likely never will beat Tom Brady. So if you if you're trying to make the if you get to the playoffs and you face Tom Brady, most likely you're gonna lose. So let's let's avoid that at all costs because you do not want to face Tom Brady again. Overall, this defense is a solid defense, and. Despite the issue they got without Melvin Gordon and with him, the running back for the Chargers, asking for a trade, even though he's not really in that position. He's not, first of all, he's not even a top 10 running back to me. So the fact that he's even asking for it is absurd. This team will still be in the playoffs. Phillip Rivers got weapons out of nowhere. He's going he's gonna to have another 4,500 yards, maybe, maybe more, if, he, if they're going to need him to throw the ball a lot. 
what's your go to the last team would be well the top team top team the Chiefs I can see the Chiefs going 12, 12 and 4 if not 13 and 3 again this year I think you got Hill back so Hill will not be going for no type of suspension you got Kelsey now the best tight end in football you got Sammy Watkins healthier you got now LaShawn McCoy that came from the Bills who knows Andy Reid defense added Mathieu from the Cardinals who is a better upgrade than whatever they had last year this defense looks, especially the secondary, looks like they're, they're ready to really fight on defense for the Chiefs team, who's been struggling <coughs> Sorry, without a consistent defense for as long as Andy Reid's been there. Now, he's, now Andy Reid's got the offense the way he wants it, and it's all system, all system go at this point. Pat Mahomes in his first true, first real season was MVP. What's, we're going to find out what's the repeat performance and can he match the same he did last year. If he could do that, we're looking at we're, we're looking at a, one, one of the greatest QBs ever, even though it's too early to tell he's the greatest QB ever. But I see the Chiefs automatically going 13-3, at least, at maximum. Now, as far as the NFC West, I can tell you right now, without a shadow of a doubt, that the team... We got four teams. You got the Rams, you got the 49ers, you got the Seahawks, and you got the Cardinals. So you already know where this is going. Kyler Murray, number one draft pick from the Cardinals. Yes, they got they got himself a number one draft pick. Whew. They drafted another QB after they drafted Rosen last year. So he drafted Murray. If this don't work out, what's gonna happen? You're gonna draft another QB? Come on. Honestly. I don't see the Cardinals going fault this year. I, in fact, I think they're going to be the worst. They might be the worst team in football again. This offense is just, this offense looks pathetic at, at best. I don't know how this offense is going to work, the schemes, the play. And I think Kyler Murray is going to be running like hell. So, with that being said, I don't see this team going far. Um, I give them, what, 4 and 12 on a lucky day, maybe. If you want, if you want to just play the numbers, I think 4 and 12 would be the number for the Cardinals, honestly. Um, second team will be... I'm just... 49ers. I, 49ers, I think, Garofalo. He'll, have a, he'll have, definitely have a bounce back year. He's, like I said, he comes from the Patriots system where they don't turn the football over. As I talked about with Brissett from the Colts, Garofalo is another QB from the, from the Patriots that they're not turning the football over. But at the same time, the pieces around him, I don't think he's got enough pieces to make that type of push. So I'll go, I'll just say 8-8 eight and eight for the 49ers. Let's just keep it quick. Seahawks, definitely number two. They're going to fight for the playoff spot. I think they still need some help defensively. They got Clowney from the Texans. He's a, he's a, he's a skilled defensive end linebacker who's going to you know, create havoc for any type of almost any, anybody in football. Um, Russell Wilson, hopefully they don't have him throw the ball over 40 times because they do that. They're not going to win. As great as a QB Russell Wilson is, he's got, he's, got a, he's got a dozen running backs right now in his disposal that they can use the ball and run on different type of plays. You, you have them keep running, Russell Wilson will just, you know, he'll exploit them for play action or he can run himself. They got, they, got, they got the running game that they can attack at will. I believe they led the league last year in rushing to begin with. So if you continue, you just got to continue. You continue, you're giving Russell Wilson enough time to make his actions, and he'll do something. For that reason, I'm going to say they'll be 10 and 6. If they go 10 and 6, I think they'll be fine. 
And you know the Rams. The Rams, they went to the Super Bowl last year. This offense is potent. Jeff Goff is going to be having another fantastic year. Todd Gurley got hurt during, during the end of the season. If it wasn't for the case, I'm pretty sure they probably would have won the Super Bowl with, with a healthy Todd Gurley. With that being said, I expect the Rams to pull off something this year. I'll give them 12 and 4. And let's see if they can make a repeat. Let's see if they can make a repeat performance back to the Super Bowl because this offense is a fantastic offense. They got some players that, that are healthy now. So for all systems go right now for this team. I saved this last topic for last. Remember when I said the last subject on sell segment, I'm sorry, on the Raiders and why they, I feel like they're going to be in last place? Well, yeah, here's why. Antonio Brown is going to get suspended. There was, Antonio Brown has been in news for dumb shit all throughout the summer. I thought that by now he would have just let it go, just get ready for the season. You didn't want to practice, you're here, you're not practicing. You got mad over the helmets, it's over with. They've sent a fine. He posted it on Instagram. Just violating the whole Raiders organization entirely. The GM for the Oakland Raiders, he wasn't having it. He said he, he said Antonio Brown's getting suspended. And you know what? I applaud him. You know why I applaud him? Because Antonio Brown for the longest have this goddamn TO type mentality, prima donna shit, thinking that he can do what he wants and get what he wants. And that's not how the that's not even how that shit works. You're an ungrateful wide receiver. You're an ungrateful person. You're a great. You're a great wide receiver. Nobody's taking that away from you. When when you do damage, you do damage. We understand all that. What we I don't understand is why the season ain't start yet. You're doing this stupid shit. I don't get it. It don't make no sense whatsoever why you still continue to do foolery. Make your money. Play the game and shut the hell up. It shouldn't be that hard for anybody. Especially in his caliber, we're doing. But you know what? He had he 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 didn't care in Pittsburgh, and it fell apart last season in the last game when he shoes when he shows when he missed practice. He didn't care. Tomlin said, "Nah, hell with this." Benched him. He took he took his chances. He rather he rather go to the playoffs without without Antonio Brown than not go to the playoffs. He risked it all. Did it pay off? No. But at the same time, Tomlin took a stand. He wasn't tiring with this guy, and that was it. He let it be known. Antonio Brown had enough. Started, started throwing everybody under the bus. And he got straight to the Oakland for about a third pick and fifth pick. He got his max money and everything like that. But look at him now. He's still acting like a spoiled little brat. I'm personally happy that he's getting suspended overall. This is this is getting too this is getting out of this is getting out of line at this point. All the antics that he's doing and everything like and it's a tidy. Especially after the whole NFL niggas for life rant he was he was saying. That right there automatically said he said I got suspended off the rip just saying that shit. Everything that Kaepernick, because everything Kaepernick is doing right now, he's trying to fight for black people. And the fact that Antonio Brown, of all people, is going to open saying shit like this is, is now making it like a bad representation of us. You're representing us at this point. You're not just representing you. as a, You're representing the whole community, the culture. Our people and the fact that you're, you're you're doing foolish shit just shows that he don't care at all. He cares about himself and nothing is gonna change. So you know what? Raiders made it. Right, Raiders did what they had to do, and they stick him by their guns. Their guns. He's getting suspended for how long? Hopefully not too long. Hopefully, but he can come back and he can lace the boots or cleats, get onto the full field, 
catch some goddamn touchdowns, make some, make a lot of money, and ha- enjoy your season. You know, you got you got Las Vegas next year, where everything's gonna get real sweet and nice. You get the hell out of Oakland. You'll be definitely prime time in L.A. I mean, well, L.V. But you're not even doing that. You, it seems like you don't even care at this point. So, like I said, they did what they had to do. Salute to the Raiders GM. Um, I don't want nobody trying to comment me, trying to complain like, oh, you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. First of all, nobody should be acting the way they're acting. I don't care about no fucking background. You're a professional. Act like a fucking professional. Play like a professional. That's it. It's straight and simple. Why the hell that we got to have prima donnas thinking that they're better than everybody? You're not better than nobody, Antonio Brown. You might be. You might have had the best statistical numbers of a wide receiver in the six, seven years ever, but don't get don't get twisted. Hey, this is the original gatekeeper Bernie, and this is the Let Burn Rant podcast. Available iTunes, Google, and Spotify, and everywhere else where you can find the Let Burn Rant podcast. You can click, you can stream, and of course, please enjoy. Burn. <laughs>